Hey, it's Jay Patterson from uh, Kill Pop and Rock 104.5 hanging out here with uh, Aaron and Spencer from Under Oath. Congratulations on the new record. There was a bit of a break in uh, in music for a spell. And you guys have come back with, I, I, I'm not going to say a more friendly sound, but you're certainly getting a lot more radio attention. Tell me about the break and what that did for you guys as a, as a band. This is our only radio, this is our only radio attention ever. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? I can't hear <laughs> oh, he said. No, I hear with him. I can't hear yeah. you. Oh, this is the only radio attention we've ever had. Yeah, it really is. I, I just think the the break was like all of us walking away from something we thought we'd never come back to. And right. I think we all learned a lot from our mistakes as a band, which we made a ton of us, you know. Like, and we all grew as artists and writers, and we came back to Unreal saying like, there's no more guidelines and there's no more rules. We all had so many rules in this band. Why is that? Dude, we just... I think band, bands do that, though. It's like, that we got success from doing this, so this is a part of our creed now. Yeah. Part of our we made our now. box smaller every record. It was like, we can't do this, now we can't do this, now we can't do this, until the last record we made before we broke up. So it felt like we were in this small box. Yeah. And then when we broke up, and we're like, hey, if we're going to make a record, like... Let's make it something that we want to listen to. Right. And we made we we worked on this record longer and harder than we worked on any record that we've ever made as a band. And we left with something that we all six felt like we loved every moment of, which never happened up. And we turned it in, and the label was like, "We can go to radio with this." And you're kind of nice. like, "Well, shit." Yeah. That wasn't the intention, but that's awesome that just us taking those walls down. It took the walls down for our, our listeners as well. Right. Under uh, Earth was a very niche market and a point in time and as time went on that kind of listening got smaller and we got smaller as artists until we broke those walls down I think it's just something that had to happen right it wasn't a conscious decision of let's go radio or let's sing more and scream less or let's do this and do that we just like let's just take the rules away and make music that we want to hear yeah and we ended up with this record so you know and we spoke right around the time that the album first came out uh, down at uh, Los Rages and now that it's been out for a little bit are you noticing a difference in the crowds as far as how they're responding to the new music or I think so we're about to find out we're about to do our first real tour on the record we've only done okay. festivals yeah and, and like a few B-Market shows since the record came out and then right. we spent a month in Europe so we've been touring the whole time but it's been all like festivals and B-Markets and overseas touring so we're right. really about to do our first tour so I think for what from where we're sitting it's there's a lot of new folks that are coming from hearing the song on the radio or hearing it someplace we've never played or X, Y, and Z like that. So there is a lot of newer folks. I'm just interested to see kind of all of them, the new fans versus all the fans we've had over the years kind of mesh. Yeah. You know, and kind of see what that's like. A little bit of a perfect storm. We talked about jewelry the last time we were hanging out too. What are you uh, What are you blinging today? Is this all the uh, the Santa Fe stuff? Yeah. Santa Fe, uh, right? Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah, a guy named Chimney uh, makes my jewelry. Chimney. Yeah, Butte. look at this stuff. Look at this stuff. This is badass. Chimney Butte <laughs> is his name. Yeah. So yeah, I just actually just saw him last week, and he uh, gave me these two pieces. I've, so. I've got a few things, but it drives me nuts because it keeps getting caught on my pockets. Yeah. I was wearing all mine in the plane. We had a six-hour flight yesterday, seven yeah. hours. And swell up. Took them all off last night when I got there, and this morning I woke up, I'm like... Yeah. 
not even gonna, not even gonna bother. <laughs> yeah, if you're sometimes on a plane, that's I don't know if you guys have ever had this. You're flying for a long time, you swell up. Right. You ever do that? So. Oh yeah. That's a sign that you're dying. <laughs> Aaron, I, I brought you a gift. I don't know if we talked about my homemade tequila or we did. homemade gin. We talked about this. This is my right homemade barrel aged gin. You can try it right now if you want. It's yours. I brought I'm not it gonna for drink you. straight gin right now. <laughs> it's gin. If you tasted it, I did tequila, but this is gin. If you taste it, you're not gonna believe that's gin. I guarantee you're not yeah, gonna right believe now. that's gin. Taste Have it. a little sip. Taste it and I'll taste it. <laughs> taste testing. Just taste it. Come on. Fuck, man. Can you slow down for a second? Am I allowed to sit here for a minute? <laughs> he won't drink anymore. He thinks he's too old. What do you think? Be honest. If it's crap, I'll take it back home. No, taste it. Maybe on the rocks a little bit? No, that's... Yeah. That's gin? Yeah. Can you believe that? Anyway, sorry, I completely so, so what do you, the do you let it steep, damn interview. Do you, let, do you let it steep in something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I aged it in an oak barrel for about three and a half months. It's yours. I brought that just for you. I only I only did like a gallon of it, so it's very, very rare. It's really good. It's a one-time only So bit. that's the color from the wood, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's from the oak. Anyway. So why, what, what is that flavor that we're tasting? It's like... It's oak. It's It almost gives it like a caramely, you know... It's awesome. Caramely flavor. Yeah. Anyways. The swallow's really easy. We, <laughs> we you died. Can, that's you what can hurt yourself said. with Hey! Hey! Hey, so there's a lot of tension on this new album. Was that a, uh, was, was it like a therapeutic writing session? Because obviously we all have our demons. We all have stuff that plagued us in the past. Was any of this like just kind of trying to rid yourself of some of those demons? I think it's always that when it comes to writing songs. Like, you know, like every Underworld record we've had has been nothing but the truth. Yeah. Like, and you get a lot of shit for the truth. I feel like a lot of fans will either be upset or they'll say it saved their life. And they, it, there's kind of no in-between with that. And I think that's the best part about writing is, is that is their therapy for you. Like, you're the lucky one. You get, and that's why we like to sing the songs as honestly as we do and share our stories because we, we do get to have that release. Every time we write and every time we sing those songs, like we get to feel free and like you know like we're not alone or the, what we were going through isn't as bad as we think it is it's, it's the people in the crowd that need to hear those words and need to speak about it and I think more people that have the microphone or spotlight or whatever you want to call it that we have should be honest about the songs they're writing yeah don't let someone else write your songs think about things that matter or maybe wait until you have something better to say that you know I don't know I feel like it's important just to be honest and share your story and and hopefully it'll help people because that's why we're here right we we fell in love with artists that made us feel not alone and and and, and helped us in dark times and you know like I just did an article with Revolver about that like the songs that helped me growing up there's so many of them there's a million of them but like I remember always feeling like when you're especially when you're a kid you always feel like you know like isolated or you don't fit in with other people like music was always that yeah yeah I wasn't like a jock in you know high school I always felt kind of like the outsider so I stayed in my room and played the guitar exactly and then I got the girl (laughs) I mean honestly it's funny because in, in the middle of writing this record uh, I was going through this really brutal divorce. Yeah. And Spencer was getting clean off of a, being a drug user for almost 15 years. Wow. And those things, like... But it's always something, right? Like, I mean, we people ask us specifically what it, what it was with Erase Me, and that's what it was. But I think that if you're writing about your truth, um, that's what makes music great. It doesn't, it doesn't matter the genre. Yeah. But especially, in my opinion, with rock music, like, it's so cathartic. You know what I mean? And so, people, I think the listener 
can sense that when it's coming from the heart, right? Absolutely. Yeah. People, people know when, when shit's fake. They right. do. Well, congratulations on everything, and uh, I'm excited to hear you talking about going out on a, uh, on a solo uh, headline run. And, uh, yeah, it starts November 2nd. Okay. For sure. Dynamite. I hope it'll uh, hope the tour will come back uh, to the West Coast here, because I, I haven't seen any dates yet. It's, but I don't think it comes up here because of this. Right. Okay. So give it six months or whatever, and maybe we'll see you then. All right. Dynamite, man. It's uh, Jay hey. Patterson, uh, Aaron and Spencer from Under Oath. This Go is check crazy. out the new album and my gym. It's not for sale. That's first for me. <laughs> that stuff's wild. Oh, <laughs>